When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you want to know what's been happening in vikings land well i'm here to tell you welcome to today's vikings daily opener this day august 8th 2023 we are now 33 days away from the Vikings week one season opener and training camp is fully underway and practices continue. Today on this latest episode of the Vikings daily opener, head coach Kevin O'Connell's approach to training camp this year has been a bit more physical and intense with a focus on preparing the team for a more aggressive approach to the game and we love that word aggression not just on defense but also on offense Savion Mixon discusses the latest injury updates from the Minnesota Vikings as they prepare for the upcoming preseason game against the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday evening Tyler Fornis gives us his takes on the current transactions and player performances plus Andrew Bueller Russ talks about how Marcus Davenport is set for a breakout season. Don't miss out on the latest news and insights on your Minnesota Vikings. All this and more next on the Vikings Daily Opener. Hey everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener this day, Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. And like I said in the opening, we're just 33 days away from that week one opener versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
The first news of the day is a shout-out to Justin Jefferson. The NFL Network has ranked him as the number two player in all of the NFL. Way to go, JJ. Now we're going to hop on over to the Vikings Wire. In this piece, we have Judd Zolgad writing, Zolgad's four and out, examining a significant change in the Vikings' approach to training camp. Head coach Kevin O'Connell's second training camp has been a significant departure from last year's preseason training. The practices this year feel more physical and intense, with focus on preparing the team for a more aggressive approach to the game. This is partly due to the new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, who is installing a far more aggressive approach to his defense than his predecessor, Ed Donatel, ever did. O'Connell has emphasized the importance of conducting a more physical camp to prepare for the exhibition schedule. With joint practices with the Titans and the Cardinals also posing a risk due to the increased intensity when the two teams match up against each other. The risks are obvious, and a year ago, the only significant injury the Vikings suffered in training camp during the first days was in full pads when Irv Smith Jr. had to undergo surgery after injuring a ligament in his thumb while blocking. However, O'Connell's approach this year is to ensure his team is well-prepared for the upcoming season. Last year's training camp prioritized health over intensity and preseason playing time. Practices were rarely grueling, with individual sports science plans designed to minimize injuries. But this year, O'Connell has made it clear that the change in the schedule and the approach taken by Flores has led to a more physical camp. The players are being challenged to meet him in the middle and understand that when they go, they got to go. The team must maximize both on the field and then what takes place in the meeting rooms after that. One of the significant changes in this year's training camp is the addition of the new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. Everyone with the Vikings has been very careful not to disparage one-and-done defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. Still, the drastic change in scheme that Flores has brought to Minnesota makes it clear how much O'Connell wants to see the defense become respectable. Blitzes from all over and an up-tempo pace and numerous sub-packages are all part of the Flores' playbook. He wants his players to be flying around, and if they don't practice that way, there is no switch to flip on during the games. The risks are apparent, but Flores is doing everything he can to prevent the team from struggling this season. While several veterans are unlikely to see much playing time in the three preseason games, the Vikings' team practices have been intense. The team is well-prepared for the season opener against Tampa Bay. The Vikings' list of healthy scratches for last season's exhibition schedule included quarterback Kirk Cousins, 
running back Dalvin Cook, wide receivers Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, linebackers Eric Kendricks, pass rushers Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith, quarterback Patrick Peterson, and safety Harrison Smith. The guess is that in the 2023 healthy scratch list, will include Cousins, running back Alexander Madison, wide receivers K.J. Osborne and Jefferson, tight end T.J. Hawkinson, defensive lineman Harrison Phillips, outside linebacker Hunter, linebacker Jordan Hicks, cornerback Brian Murphy, and safety Smith. We will have to wait and see, though, however. In conclusion, the Vikings training camp has been intense this year, with a focus on preparing for the team with a more aggressive approach to the game. Joint practices and a change in schedule have led to a more physical camp. But O'Connell's team is well prepared or getting there for this upcoming season. Thank you, Judd. Very good piece. And yes, I think those that those of us that follow the team closely have noticed that. Sticking with the Vikings wire, this time we're going to have Savion Mixon tap in with his ranking the NFC quarterbacks. Who comes out on top? Yes, yes, yes. I know many, many people are tired of these ranking debates. Let's just get on with some real football. But first, we need to look at this because we've heard some absolutely ridiculous rankings come out over the last couple weeks. And Savion wanted to put in his two bits. Savion was taking a deep dive into the debate over who is the best quarterback in the NFC North. Now that Aaron Rodgers has flown the coop and headed off to the New York Jets, the title is up for grabs, and we've got a rundown of the top four contenders. At the bottom of the list, Savion writes, is Jordan Love, the young quarterback from Green Bay. While he's shown flashes of potential, he's yet to prove himself as a consistent performer. In his 10 games so far, He has completed just over 60% of his passes with three touchdowns and three interceptions and a QB rating of 79.7. He's got a lot to prove if he's going to claim the title of the best QB in the division. Next up is Justin Fields, the young quarterback from the Chicago Bears. Fields is a dual threat weapon with the ability to use his feet as well as his arm. While he's shown promise, he's still in the wait-and-see stage of his development. Adjusted net yards per attempt is a formula to measure quarterbacks' performance per dropback. And of the 33 quarterbacks who started nine or more games last year, Fields finished dead last in that metric. However, a big part of that is due to the lack of supporting cast around him. With the addition of Darnell Wright, DJ Moore, and Chase Claypool, the Bears are starting to surround Fields with more talent. And he'll be looking to take the next step this season with that talent. Fields, it will be a show-me type season. Moving up the list, we've got Kirk Cousins the consistent performer for the Minnesota Vikings. 
Cousins has been with the Vikings for five years now, and he's been a reliable presence at quarterback. He's got a completion percentage of over 67% and a QB rating of 100.9 during his time with this team. However, he's not quite elite. He ranked just 18th in expected yards and 23rd in QBR. Cousins has been helped by a unique usage of Justin Jefferson, who had 184 targets last season. But with the addition of Addison, we can expect the ball to be spread out a little bit more this season. Finally, we come to Jared Goff, the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. Goff has completed over 64% of his passes for over 25,000 yards with 155 touchdowns and 70 interceptions over his career. Last season, he posted a 7.45 adjusted yards, which was the best mark since 2018. When he is in an offense like Ben Johnson's or Sean McVay's, he's able to get a lot out of it. He's got a deep ball that makes defenses have to respect it, and an arm to make all the necessary throws. He also shows command of the Lions' offense that was missing from his time with the Rams. With the addition of Jameer Gibbs and Marvin Jones Jr. this offseason, Goff has a chance to continue growing with this offense. But this is Dave here. Goff has always been an up-and-down player, and he's getting older, just like Kirk Cousins. This will also have to be a show-me type play. So who will claim the title of the best quarterback in the NFC North? Only time will tell, but it's sure to be a closely watched race throughout the season. Hey, folks. It's that time of the show. I need to take a quick break myself. Hopefully earn a couple pennies with some ads, and I will see you on the other side. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and i'm back and to continue with savion mixon's great works he had a report of kevin o'connell gives updates on the latest injuries ahead of monday's practice Savion discussed the latest injury updates that came from the Minnesota Vikings as they prepare for yesterday's practice and get ready for the Seattle Seahawks. According to head coach Kevin O'Connell, 
tight end TJ Hawkinson was dealing with an illness after leaving the field under unknown circumstances. However, it's unclear what the underlying reason is for his absence. Maybe he's just sick, sick of waiting on a new contract. (laughs) Now, I'm sure he's got some sort of bug, and we all wish him a speedy recovery. On the other hand, quarterback Andrew Booth Jr. fully participated in Monday's training camp. Despite having injury concerns looming, I'm sure the training staff had a huge sigh of relief getting through Monday and not seeing Andrew Booth Jr. come off the field. Great for you, Andrew Booth Jr. Keep it up. Additionally, safety Lewis Seen will reportedly not have any issues despite being looked at by the trainers on Saturday. That's good news. This is good news for the Vikings as they aim to start the season fully healthy. Both Booth and Seen had their seasons ended early by injury last year, so having them back on the field is a positive sign. The Vikings will face the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday at 9 p.m. Central Time on NFL Network. Our next story, sticking over at Vikings Wire, by our very own Tyler Fornes. Training camp and conference realignment on the Purple Daily Draft. Yesterday, Tyler and Declan were discussing the Minnesota Vikings training camp and conference realignments in college football. Two weeks into training camp, and the Minnesota Vikings are in good position. They have been fortunate to have limited substantial injuries, with only defensive lineman James Lynch having sustained one Thus far, knock on wood, the Vikings are hoping to build on their solid 2022 season where they finished 13-4 and and made the playoffs as the NFC North champs. One player to keep an eye on during training camp is inside linebacker Ivan Pace Jr. The UDFA has been getting a run with the first team throughout training camp and has exceeded expectations. Pace Jr. is a rookie from Indiana State, and the Vikings are hoping he can continue to perform at a high level. And if he's getting time with the ones, which has been reported, that is a huge value for a UDFA. Another player that has caught the Vikings coaching staff's attention is cornerback Makai Blackman. Blackman has progressed up to become the first team's nickel cornerback since they put the pads on. The Vikings are looking to improve their secondary this season, and Blackman's strong start to a training camp has been a really positive sign. In addition to training camp, Tyler and Declan talked about college football's conference realignment and how it impacts the NFL draft. With the recent news of Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC, There's been a lot of speculation about how it will affect the draft. The guys examined how that realignment could do just that. It's going to be interesting to see come next spring when we look at all of this stuff. Overall, it is an exciting time for football fans with training camps in full swing and college football conference realignments happening and dominating the headlines. 
And all this was yesterday on Purple Daily on Draft over at the Score North YouTube and podcast sites. So go check it out. Also from Tyler, this time over on Vikings Wire, 10 takeaways from the Vikings 11th training camp practice. Tyler was taking an in-depth look at the 10 takeaways from the team's 11th practice, which was held just three days before the matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. First up, he had the pleasure of witnessing an outstanding performance by Troy Dye, who had been struggling through training camp. However, he had his best day on Monday, making plays in the running game, being physical at the point of attack, and sealing his great practice with an incredible one-handed interception. Next, we actually have a real kicking competition between Jack Podlesny and Greg Joseph, as confirmed by special teams coordinator Matt Daniels. Podlesny is getting more reps in camp and went four for five with his only miss on a 50-yard field goal, while Joseph went five for six with his miss coming from 37 yards. It will be interesting to see if Pudlesny pulls it off like Ryan Wright did last year. That is one thing you guys want to keep an eye on when watching the game on Thursday night. The Vikings also signed receivers Nikhil Harry and Jacob Copeland over the last two days, and they were both at practice on Monday afternoon. Harry struggled, having a tough time getting separation and knocking over the hurdle that receivers run under when they're practicing their breaks. On the other hand, Copeland looked explosive in individual drills, working hard and snapping his cuts off sharply. Could there be something there with him? Only time will tell, but he had a good start. Andrew Booth Jr. has been out with an undisclosed injury over the last week, but he returned to practice on Monday. He didn't stand out in any discernible way, but he looked like the athlete he was coming out of Clemson, and that's a good thing. Joe Juan Williams had his best day on Monday, nearly picking off Kirk Cousins on a corner route, but barely missing getting his feet down and inbounds. He did score on an interception later on during practice, which was also off of Kirk Cousins. Andre Carter, in his third practice with the Vikings, showed his full range of abilities. He got a sack on a speed rush where he dipped his shoulder and got around Vidarian Lowe. Later on, he got stonewalled very easily with power and didn't show good hands usage. There is a long way to go with Carter, but a year or two in the NFL strength and conditioning program will help show if that potential is something or not. The Pioneer Press's Dane Busutani reported that Christian Derisaw got dinged up and sat out the end of practice. That explains why we saw him without his helmet during the team drills. In his place was Vidarian Lowe, who actually played well. His footwork looks much cleaner and was using power to his advantage. Hopefully, this isn't a long-term deal for Darisol. The defense was outplaying the offense for the majority of training camp, but the offense is starting to figure things out, getting roots in behind the blitz and staying patient 
both of which will be keys moving forward. On one blitz, Kirk Cousins hit K.J. Osborne on a glance route for 40-plus yards. Those plays are great to see and should come more and more throughout the rest of training camp. On the first depth chart released by the team, Kyrus Tonga was listed as the starting nose tackle, and he played like that on Monday. He got his hands up really quick during team drills, nearly leading to a pass block, looked good in one-on-ones, and moved laterally really well against the wide zone plays. Based on his performances that we've seen from Tonga, you have to wonder if the Chicago Bears regret waving him. They could use a player like Tonga. Well, too bad for the Bears. Finally, we saw Makai Blackman taking strides at each practice. He is getting more comfortable each day, and the game looks slower for him. When a game gets slower, you don't have to think as much and react quicker. Helping you make plays in the open field, and Blackman is doing exactly that. All in all, it's great to see the team making progress, and we can't wait to see how they perform against the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday night. Our next story, we're sticking with Tyler again. In this one, he wrote up, First Vikings depth chart, the real Forno show. Well, you got that right. It was the real Forno show last night where Tyler and I got together to talk about the first Vikings depth chart and much, much more. On the episode of the real Forno show, Tyler dove into his recent experiences at Vikings training camp, like we just talked about, and provided a comprehensive updates on the team's transactions and player performances. He shared his thoughts on the recent signings of wide receiver Nikhil Harry and Jacob Copeland and their potential impact on the team. Tyler also discussed the Vikings linebacker room and how it is shaping up nicely, with Troy Dye standing out with his consistent performance and making the play of the day with an interception off of Kirk Cousins or Nick Mullins. In addition, Tyler provided insights on defensive end DJ Wanham's performance and shares a few one-on-one drill highlights. Davenport's versatility was also key as he was seen lining up at different positions, such as the three technique, off the edge, and the five technique. Tyler also previewed the upcoming Wednesday Real Forno show and the Thursday night game against the Seattle Seahawks, providing his analysis of what to expect from both events. Overall, this episode was packed with valuable insights and updates on the Minnesota Vikings, and any fan of the team would enjoy listening to it or going over to the Vikings First and Skull YouTube page and watching it. And we had a great time because the fans that come in and join in the chat are absolutely fantastic. So go over and check it out or listen to it today. But if you go check it out and look at the comments during the show, you'll catch Gary with an interesting pizza recipe that includes walleye. That's right, walleye. Good one, Gary. It sounded delicious. All right, now we're off to Fans First Sports, Vikings First and Skull page. 
And we have a story over the weekend written by Andrew Bueller Russ, talking about skeptics overlooking Marcus Davenport are in for a big surprise this season. Andrew is all about new edge rusher Marcus Davenport. Some skeptics may be overlooking him, but we're here to tell you that they're in for a big surprise this season. When the Vikings signed Davenport to a contract worth up to $13 million, many immediately thought the front office made a mistake. After all, he only tallied half a sack last season. But in a data-driven world, it's important to look beyond the numbers. Measuring a pass rusher's impact isn't done just by glancing at their sack total. And when you dig deeper into Davenport's stats, you'll see that he's a force to be reckoned with. One obvious way a player whose primary goal is to disrupt the quarterback is to make their presence felt by creating pressures. And that's exactly what Davenport excels at. Even though his efforts last season didn't lead to big sack numbers, you can't ignore his ability to wreak havoc. Creating pressures can lead to much more than just a sack. It can lead to QBs throwing the ball away or making other errant throws that lead to interceptions. Isn't that better than a sack? It can be. Davenport has a high win rate, excelling in one-to-one matchups. He's turned those wins into pressure rate that has ranked in the top 20 every year since he was drafted 14th overall, placing him in pretty elite company. Aside from Davenport, Miles Garrett is the only other player to have pressure rate north of 13% in each of the past five seasons. And Davenport's career pressure rate of 15.1% is the fourth best mark since he arrived in the NFL in 2018. But it's not just Davenport's ability to create pressure that catches the eye. His athleticism is also remarkable. He's six foot six, 265 pounds of athletic freak with a speed of a 4.58 in the 40. That's roughly the same quickness as Daniil Hunter, who clocked a 4.57. I'm in the 40 yard dash at his NFL scouting combine. Yet, as we've seen, Davenport isn't just some combine wizard who performs well in drills. His closing speed translates to the field. Another aspect that gives Davenport an edge is his football IQ. He's often displayed a high level of intelligence on the field, which, when paired with his athletic abilities, makes him an interesting case study. Plus, he can be effective from multiple stances, which keeps his opponents on their toes. With Davenport now a full-time starter and a key part of the Vikings' 3-4 defensive scheme, there's reason to believe he's poised for a breakout season. If he can stay on the field for more than 14 games, there's a strong chance he can have a Pro Bowl season. To date, Davenport has never played more than 64% of his team's defensive snaps, and that's about to change. And he's had to share a depth chart with an all-pro in Cameron Jordan, plus Pro Bowl edge rusher Trey Hendrickson, among others. 
despite experiencing various injuries preventing him from playing more than a grand total of 14 regular season games at the most in one year, you can't question Davenport's dedication. He's even had part of his left pinky cut off so that he could come back in time for the start of last season. That's a whole new level of commitment to the game. Coach Brian Flores will do his job, causing opponents to think twice when faced with such a pre-snap confusion combined with blitzes that never seem to end. And with Davenport finally in a position to be a full-time starter, it's hard not to imagine him having a career year in the North Star State. Good one there, Andrew. I like it a lot, and I hope you are 100% correct. I've looked at those numbers on Davenport, and there is talent there. Hopefully he stays healthy and kicks some serious backside, just opposite of Daniil Hunter. It could be a great season for him. Well, folks, that brings us to the history segment, but I didn't prepare all that much. We are 33 days away, and I can tell you who the most prominent player to ever wear the number 33 is just off the top of my head. It's Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook wore the number 33 his entire career here in Minnesota, except for last year when he switched to the number four. And in that career, he did some remarkable things and became one of Minnesota's best running backs ever. We wish Dalvin luck in whatever his future endeavors are. The chef needs to be cooking again. Well, that's it for today's Vikings Daily Opener. This has been Dave from Vikings First and Skull on this day, Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. And what do we say? Skull Vikings! Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production.